This is the Charlie Epps Golf Hour on SB Nation Radio. And on SBNationRadio.com. Powered by Insperity with Bill Harmon and the golf doctor himself, Charlie Epps. Here's Alex Gold. I hit it hard, man. And good morning, Saturday at the PGA Championship here on SB Nation Radio. It is the Charlie Epps Golf Hour. Charlie Epps, good morning, sir. You are in Argentina, so this is unique. We're all three in different locations on a Saturday. Yes, sir, Alex. I'm in Argentina. Uh, in, in I guess we're having trouble Florida. with Charlie there. Uh, we'll yeah, try we- to get him connected, Andrew. I'm unable to hear Charlie at this time, so let me know when, we, when we've got him. He is joining us uh, from Argentina. There's a brand-new golf course there that he is checking out, a, a Tom Weisskopf uh, course. So we'll, we'll try to get Charlie connected with us if we can. Uh, Charlie, you there? I'm here. Do you hear me? Alex. Yeah, Andrew, I'm unable to, to hear him, so I don't know if there needs to be uh, some, some adjustment there, unfortunately, back in Houston at our at our studios. But uh, we'll, we'll try to get Charlie Epps uh, here with us. Bill Harmon's going to join us in about 30 minutes or so as well. He, ironically enough, is getting ready to land in New York, but not here in Farmingdale, New York. He is getting ready to land up north in Rochester, getting set for the senior PGA Championship, but a ton to get into this morning. Of course, Tiger Woods missing the cut here at Beth Page Black. Brooks Kepka setting records left and right and just dominance here on the course. And Kepka with a 12 under through two rounds, 63 and 65. Just unbelievable performance. He was in that group on Thursday and Friday with Molinari and Woods, and he finds himself with a seven stroke lead ahead of Spieth and Adam Scott. And now I hear Charlie Epps. So there we go. Charlie, how are we doing? Alex, we're doing good, bud. We're in the middle of Argentina in a city called Cordova at a beautiful golf course in the little mountains of the Andes, and it's just spectacular. Tom Weisskopf's done a wonderful job, and it's just kind of hard to believe uh, that I'm here looking at the, at the course from top of the hill. I was going to say, this is, this is uh, an unbelievable weekend of golf charlie we've got a ton to get into here on the other side we're going to start talking tiger woods missing the cut by one shot his sixth missed cut in his last 11 majors and then plenty on brooks kepka and what he continues to do at a course that nobody's supposed to be able to put scores like this up charlie so we'll get your thoughts we'll hear from kepka tiger and also get into george spieth and he's going for a career grand slam this weekend This is the Charlie Epps Golf Hour on SB Nation Radio. And on SBNationRadio.com. Powered by Insperity with Bill Harmon and the golf doctor himself, Charlie Epps. Here's Alex Gold. And we'll get Bill Harmon with us in about 25 minutes or so. We'll effort him. We've got Charlie Epps in Argentina. I am here at Bethpage Black, side of the 101st PGA Championship. It is Saturday here at the PGA. And Charlie, let's start talking with this story around Tiger Woods. And these first two days, a struggle certainly yesterday to just get on the fairway at times throughout the round. He misses the cut by one shot, five over, and it's his sixth missed cut in the last 11 majors. Well, you know, after his great victory at Augusta, which was just absolutely incredible, 
it, it got everybody's hopes up so high, but there's a lot of things we got to remember. He's 43. He's had three back operations, two knee operations. He didn't play at all until this tournament. And, you know, at the age of 43, it's, it's, it's a young man's game. Tiger did that, you know, 20 years ago. And now we got Bruce Kepka who's dominating what he's doing this weekend is absolutely unbelievable. Brando Chambly, I'm sure, is kind of thinking more about what he said. But my hat's off to, to uh, Kepka. It's incredible. And then our, our friend Jordan Spieth, who, who has come back from the dead, it looks like, uh, yeah. did challenge and, and maybe win his Grand Slam. Yeah, we're going to talk plenty about Spieth and what he has an opportunity to do this week. But, you know, you look at, at Tiger, and he hit 10 fairways on Thursday and then, what, I believe only two yesterday. You brought up the layoff that he had between the win there at Augusta a month ago and choosing not to even go play at Quail Hollow. He said uh, on Wednesday here, or excuse me, on Tuesday here, that physically he was all right to play there, but mentally he didn't feel like he was ready to go. Do you think he, he, he's going to look back and, and regret uh, that that long layoff and realize that he's he's not able to do that anymore. You brought up his age and, and his health. Yeah, I would think he's going to look back and that he should have played probably in uh, North Carolina, uh, preparing for this event. Uh, but everything's a day, you know, a work in progress for him. He's got a he's got a new body he's tending to. So and then he's got to realize that these young guys aren't waiting for him. Bruce Koepka, Jordan Spieth, uh, all the guys. Uh, Francisco Molinari, all the great golfers are, are are really they want to win another major. So Tiger's got a lot of competition, and now we got to wait and see what happens at the U.S. Open. And this course, I mean, last week on the show, I asked you, you, you had been here to Bethpage Black numerous times. This is my first time here. It's a it's a beautiful course. We can talk uh, about my experience here at the first major, and it was something special over the last couple of days, to say the least. And we still got two full days ahead of us here uh, at the PGA, but. Here, when you miss the fairways, you pay for them, right? I, you, you can get by at other courses with missing a fairway and, and be able to make up for it, but you can't do that here, and we saw that uh, certainly yesterday. Well, they've had a lot of rain up in the, in the east, and, and that bluegrass rough gets really thick, and uh, the PGA has, has decided to, you know, let grow it. But, you know, look at Bruce Kepka. It's not bothering him. You stay out of that, you can get yeah. 63 at course record. Uh, and, uh, you know, Scott, Adam Scott shot 64 yesterday. So Tiger just wasn't up on his game, and uh, you pay the price. And here's what Tiger Woods had to say following his round yesterday. There's no reason why I can't get up up to speed again and um, crank it back up. And uh, i got to start feeling a little bit better first before that, that happens. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll do that first and then start cranking it back up again. I'm the Masters champion and at 43 years old, and that's a pretty good accomplishment. So Tiger, you know, I'm sure disappointed, but didn't sound like he was was too, uh, you know, down on himself overall, at least publicly uh, at his post-round press conference. And when it comes to his next course that he's going to be playing at, next tournament, I should say, that he's going to be playing at, uh, Pebble Beach is the one everybody's looking at. But do you think, Charlie, he needs to play at the Memorial? Well, sure he should. And, and, you know, he's a humble Tiger Woods in 2019. And he's, he's, you know, he's justifying, you know, he's pretty happy with what he's done. So, and he's just looking forward to see what he can do. 
but the fact of the matter is, is that the dominant player is, is Brooks Kepka, and he's got to beat him before he does anything. So Brooks Kepka, let's get to him, and it has been unbelievable what he's done on this course. Seven-stroke lead now, entering the weekend at 12-under. Then you got Spieth and Scott at 5-under. And Kepka now has a new PGA Championship record, the largest lead after 36 holes, just two bogeys this week. And when you watch what he's been able to do, as you said, while in the same group as Molinari, who, who at times struggled himself, and Woods certainly who, who misses the cut, for him to do that in the same group of Tiger Woods, to me, I don't know if you agree, makes it even more impressive because walking around this course and following the group yesterday and the day before, I mean, Clearly, as we all expect, it's it's a pro Tiger crowd, and he's dealing with people, dealing with people even at times when he's getting ready for his shot. He's dealing with people, you know, chanting Tiger's name as well. Well, Brooks Kepka is cool, and Luke. He he does. He's not impressed with anything else except what he's doing, and you know, he won back to back U.S. Opens. That's only done been done twice in the history of, of, of the Open, I believe. And and then he won the, the PGA last year. He's about to have back-to-back PGAs. So Bruce, he, he, Brooks is a, is a special person, and now he's going to you know, get the ado. The, the press is going to you know, now see that this guy is for real, and he's, he, you know, he's the modern-day golfer. I mean, he, this, this guy's an athlete. So uh, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you bring up athlete, and seeing him in person, just how, how big he is, it's, it's unbelievable. Do you think this, and yesterday you, you texted with me, and I said, man, this, this dominance that we're seeing from Brooks Kepka, and you said, oh, that, that's what Tiger used to do to the field. Yeah, Tiger, you know, showed us, uh, you know, how to win the U.S. Open by 15 shots at Pebble Beach in 2000. Uh, now we're going back to Pebble Beach 19 years later, and uh what, what's going to happen, I don't know. It's a completely different golf course than Brooks Kepka is used to. Uh, and it's going to bring in, uh, you know, other guys. The, the shorter hitters are going to have a chance. Francisco Molinari, for example, he could win at Pebble Beach. Uh, you know, the last guy to win the Open there was Graham McDowell, the Irishman. So uh, it's, it'll, it'll, it'll be fun to watch. But uh, we got to watch this weekend and see, see, what, see what kind of history is made. Certainly, and plenty of golf still to be played here on Saturday and Sunday at Bethpage Black. And you you bring up, you know, just his athleticism and how each course fits each player. And when we came into this tournament, I mean, Kepka was one of one of the favorites, certainly. Given the length of this course, do you think also whether it was Tiger or any of these other guys that have that have struggled this weekend? Do you also think that that this was a course that just didn't set up very well for Tiger to begin with? Well, no. Look at look at Jordan Spieth. What he's doing. <clears throat> he's not a long hitter. He's not in the top ten of the of, of, of distance. He can play around the golf course. Uh, the, the golf course can can be uh, played if if you're putting good. And, and it looks like right now Jordan Spieth's returning to his his form with his putter. So uh, there, there's other guys that can score and not necessarily hit it as far as as Bruce does. As Brooks, excuse me. And here's what Brooks Kepka had to say following his round yesterday. Again, holding on to that first place spot here at the PGA with a seven-stroke lead. I couldn't tell you what shots any Fran or Tiger hit. Um, I mean, I watch them, but it just really doesn't register um, of what's going on. Um, I'm just watching ball flight. 
how they hit it, the contact, the sound, and then from there, uh, making my judgment off the clubs or any adjustments I need to make. It's not, I don't really remember anything that they've done. Um, I'm, I'm so focused on myself, and I learned that the first time I played with Tiger this championship, and I think 2013, all I did was watch him for nine holes. That's what I grew up doing. I grew up watching him on TV. And I spent the first nine holes. All I did was pay attention to every move he made, you know, whether you're just picking up his tee, whatever it was. And you can't do that. You got to focus on your own game. I'm so focused on what I'm doing now. Um, it doesn't matter who's in the group, uh, where it is, but it's it's fun to have that energy uh, of him in the group for sure. And that goes back to something you just said a, a minute or so ago, Charlie, just about how he's he's locked in. And it was interesting, you know, his pre. Uh, championship press conference on on Wednesday. I guess it would have been post uh, round one on Thursday, and and he was bringing up how you know a lot of people in the past maybe have been critical of him and his personality not being out there as much, and he feels like he's done that more. He also said, you know, he, he's confident now more than he's ever been in his career, and feels like he can even say maybe some things now that that he wasn't able to say in the past because of the type of success that he's had, which is just absurd. He's if he wins this weekend. He would have won four of the last eight majors. You know, he's proved himself. He reminds me of Raymond Floyd. <clears throat> Raymond Floyd, uh, player during Nicholas's era, he could beat Nicholas because he had such focus. And the way he was just describing himself and, and how he's playing and how he's able to just focus on what he's doing is, again, another uh, another way to, to lower your score. So, uh, it's going to be fun this weekend, and uh, I'm going to enjoy being with you from Argentina at a golf course called Terron, and it's the, also the capital of hunting. You can come down here and kill all huh. the doves you want and play beautiful golf and have great, great wine. So I've got the best of two worlds down here. Uh, I was going to say, I'm, I, I'm jealous of you in that regard. I'd, I'd be more, more jealous typically, but it has been, Charlie, uh, an unbelievable experience here at Bethpage Black. I know we I asked you guys last week just kind of what to expect, and covering my first major golf tournament and seeing you know the the tiger effect even if he didn't play nearly his best golf by any means but just the first tee yesterday was incredible 20 25 deep and and just the the roar of the crowd and the entire hole all the way down from the tee box uh, to the green was just lined in the fairways lined with people it was something I, i've never never seen before and witnessed and, and growing up i i had heard about what those you know crowds were like and the experience at first hand has been been just incredible well it gives you a better appreciation for the game of golf alex and you know you haven't been around it enough and now you can see what billy and i talk about and 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 the game of golf is is fun it's entertaining people like to come out and watch the competition to watch the great players and now they have you know actual stars um in the game you know and, and tiger transcends the game of golf and it brings a lot of other people to to our game and uh we'll just keep growing the game absolutely we're just getting started here on the charlie f's golf hour on sb nation radio we'll talk about jordan spieth coming up next he could become the sixth player ever to win the career grand slam this is a saturday at the 101st pga championship
This is the Charlie Epps Golf Hour on SB Nation Radio. And on SBNationRadio.com. Powered by Insperity. With Bill Harmon and the golf doctor himself, Charlie Epps. Here's Alex Gold. It is the Charlie Epps Golf Hour on this Saturday morning, a special edition of the show from Beth Page Black, site of the 101st PGA Championship in Farmingdale, New York. We'll try to get connected again with Charlie Epps. Uh, again, uh, this show, all three of us in different locations. I'm here at Beth Page. Charlie is, what, 10,000 miles or uh, however the miles would be south of me in Argentina at a beautiful new golf course there. And then Bill Harmon is actually uh, should be landing at a nearby airport at some point here in New York. Not really nearby, I guess. We're quite a bit north of, uh, in New York in Rochester. But he's supposed to be landing, and we'll, we'll try to get connected with him. And so we'll let you know as soon as we get Charlie Epps back with us. We were going to talk here a little bit about Jordan Spieth. Is already going through and mentioning uh, about Tiger and Kepka, and certainly what Kepka has done has been historic and witnessing history and probably going to continue to witness it. The question is, is he going to run away with this thing, or is a Jordan Spieth or an Adam Scott going to be able to to catch Kepka here? And we do have Charlie Epps back with me. And remember, the Charlie Epps Golf Hour is made possible by our good friends Charlie over at Insperity. Yes, Insperity, our great, great sponsor and a great company that inspires business performance and all of the small business owners that, that want some help with their HR or really kind of looking at their business in a different way. The professionals at Insperity will come in, give you a, some ideas on how to improve your, your business, help you with your, your, your things that you need help with. And uh, they've been proven since 1986. They've grown over a $3 billion company. So Insperity, a company that inspires business performance and it expire, inspires me, Alex. Absolutely. Now, Kepka and Spieth, of course, the final group here on Saturday. They will tee off at 2.50 Eastern time. Adam Scott uh, and Daniel Berger will tee off uh, before them there at 2.40. And Jordan Spieth has a chance to make some history himself this weekend. He could become the sixth player ever to win the career Grand Slam. He's the only player that has that opportunity to do so this weekend. And Spieth was asked, you know, what you know, what, what he needs to do to compete throughout a weekend, Charlie. And he says he, he needs to still do better in terms of hitting the fairways because despite putting up a five under score, good for second place here at this point in time at the PGA, you know, he did it with great putting, which is good and all, but he even admitted he's not going to be able to do that all weekend long. What have you seen from Spieth this week? Well, Spieth has surprised us a little. I mean, but it shows you that his attitude has, has brought him to this spot. He's not a, He's not going to give up. He's going to always be the, the Jordan Spieth, uh, and he's gone through a, a lot of heartache the last year and a half, And but he's showing us that he has the medal uh, to just uh, will the ball in the hole, and, and golf is kind of like the rhythm. You know, you, you get the great basketball players that shoot, and once they get hot, uh, it can carry them through the, the playoffs. Well, if Jordan gets a little more feel for his drive and gets a, a little more rhythm going, he starts hitting more fairways, uh, Brooks is going to have to watch out. He does have a chance to, to win the Grand Slam. Yeah, and it's been a while since Spieth has been in contention on a Sunday. I believe it was the, the Open 
last year was the last time we could say that. He's put together good Thursdays and Fridays before. The question, I think, today, I mean, today is huge for a lot of golfers, but for Jordan Spieth, today is is monumental potentially just because we haven't seen him put together really three strong rounds in a row. And if he's able to to stay within somewhat striking distance, if Kepka doesn't continue to run away with this thing, I think Sunday could be a lot of fun if they're both in that final pairing Again, I mean, in the front nine, he had four birdies on Friday, and, and that's got him with a 69 and a 66 to get seven shots behind Kepka. But do you do you think we've seen kind of a turning of the corner for, for Spieth, or do you need to see uh, him go out there and continue to play well on a Saturday for, for the first time in a while? Well, we're, we're a little afraid of because his last, you know, 20 rounds haven't been very good on the weekend, but but. He gets that rhythm going with that driver, get some more fairways, and put a little early pressure on on uh, Bruce uh, Brooks. Excuse me. It can happen that 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 uh, big lead can melt away. Um, but uh, if I was a betting man, I don't think I'd bet <laughs> bet on it. Charlie Epps Golf Hour here on SB Nation Radio, and Jordan Spieth was asked just about. Uh, the difference from a couple months ago, and here's what he had to say about hitting the ball and just striking it a lot better. Lines are looking tighter. I'm a, I'm able to um, think about aim small, miss small more, uh, and and really pick specific targets. Michael's doing a good job coming onto the tee and saying, "Hey, where are you trying to hit this shot? You know, what's what's your plan to drop it on? Where you, you know, what's your line?" And uh, but it's not. I mean. I'm not. I'm 100% not hitting it as well as I did a couple of years ago, uh, but I'm hitting it a lot better than I did, you know, the end of last year, beginning of this year. So it's. So that was some of what George Spieth had to say uh, yesterday. Uh, and Charlie, what what he's talking about there? It sounds like him and, and his his coach there. They've really spent some more time focusing and kind of going back to the the drawing board, and it's paid off slowly but surely. And he feels like he's making that progress. Yeah, they're 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 not quitters. They're going to find a way to. To, to get his game back where they they need it. So, uh, you know, we haven't heard the last from Jordan Spieth, that's for darn sure. Now, what about disappointments this week already? We talked about Tiger. Certainly he's at the top of the list. But Rory, now Rory was able to, to make the cut, and for a while it was looking like Rory was not going to be able to do so. He ended up uh, coming into today at three over, and the cut line was four. At one point he was all the way at eight over and finished the back nine strong yesterday just to, to be sure to make the cut. What have you you've seen from him? And, and it certainly he has to be one of the more disappointing figures uh, with his play in the first two rounds. Yeah, I mean, he's played so well, you know, the first part of the year. All the top tens he's made, and he's won one. And, and uh, for him to step up and have this happen, I, I thought he could play this golf course very well with his his length and the way he drives the golf ball. But sometimes, you know, the, the golf guys just won't let you play when you want to, <laughs> and he, he just kind of, you know, get ready for the U.S. Open. Yeah, Rory actually just teeing off uh, about four minutes ago. So his day is beginning, and because of that score very early, he's with uh, Olsen uh, as they are both three over, tied for 58 entering today, and they are just teeing off and watching it here uh, on one of the monitors. Uh, Charlie, for, for today, if you could, just Saturday at a PGA Championship, if you're one of these guys, uh, whether it's Spieth or Adam Scott, who's five under, or, or Dustin Johnson, who's four under, and and you're tied for fourth, but you see there's a seven-stroke or eight-stroke discrepancy between your score and his score. What, what, what goes through the mind, and what would you be telling 
uh, one, one of your golfers out there and when they see someone that appears to be running away with this thing? Well, all these guys are so trained, and they're, they're, they're going to play their own game. They're not going to really get too involved. Uh, they, they're just going to try to get in a good rhythm and make some birdies like Adam Scott did yesterday and get on a run. Uh, and then, you know, get in halfway, you know, cut the lead in half, but going into Sunday. But right now, you, you, you don't want to try to go out and play crazy golf. You still got You're still playing a major. You're still playing a major golf course. So you got to pace yourself and just kind of, you know, let the let the course, let the game come to you on Saturday. Do you think we see Kepka continue with this this pace? I mean, it's a record pace, so it's hard to imagine he can do it. But he's done it now the first two days. Do you think we 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 see him keep a, a seven stroke lead? Heading in, uh, heading into Sunday. I guess I'll get your thoughts on that uh, as we got to get a break. So I guess I'll, I'll get that, your thoughts on the other side. We'll see also if we can't get Bill Harmon uh, linked up with us potentially and get his thoughts on what we've seen here at the 101st PGA Championship. Our coverage continues next from Page Black. This is the Charlie Epps Golf Hour on SB Nation Radio. And on SBNationRadio.com. Powered by Insperity. With Bill Harmon and the golf doctor himself, Charlie Epps. Here's Alex Gold. Well, let's talk travel for a second. Most of us do a little travel throughout the year. We certainly traveled here to the 101st PGA Championship. And how are you booking your hotel rooms when you go about your travel? Well, have you tried besthotelrates.com? BestHotelRates.com has negotiated special rates with over 600,000 hotels worldwide and extended these discounts to you. Simply go to BestHotelRates.com, plug in your destination, dates of travel, and just like that, you're looking at a discounted rate for many of the hotels that could pay more for somewhere else, potentially, that you may end up paying. So why not save some money, book your hotels through BestHotelRates.com. And we get set here for day number three of the PGA and thanks again Charlie Epps who joined us from Argentina and so we transition we go from Argentina to now a little bit further north of me in Rochester New York I believe Bill Harmon now with me Bill good morning good morning guys how are we doing doing great unfortunately Charlie uh, Charlie had to, to drop out on us there Bill so you're, you're stuck with me here for the end of the show that's okay how Alex <laughs> how have you enjoyed your uh, first major golf tournament it's been incredible, Bill. It, it's you know you, you hear all the time uh, and see on television what people describe as scenes at majors and certainly around Tiger Woods and the energy and the gallery and, and to see that and experience it firsthand has been really incredible. Yesterday, it's Tiger teed off from the first tee, and I mean there are probably twenty five deep of people around the tee and lining the fairway all the way to the green there on, on one, and that was the way it was for the entire day yesterday no matter how he played and it was just it was incredible and then you, you mix in the history that we're seeing from brooks kepka and and the the energy that that's going to provide i think throughout this weekend i know we got a ton to, to address with the the leaderboard and the story with spieth and, and potential career grand slam but it has been a, a first class event also just from the pga covering you know other sporting events whether it's nfl draft uh, you know final fours but the pga has been first class and, and quite honestly they, they they treat the media even, even better than some of these other organizations so i have no complaints it's been a fantastic experience that's great i'm glad you're having a good time absolutely bill so let's start and get your perspective on brooks kepka who 
has a seven-stroke lead here at 12 under at Bethpage Black. And I think you might have laughed at me last week if I said, hey, do you think anybody will, will be 12 under on, on Saturday or even Sunday maybe? And you, you would have said, I'm not so sure about that, I would, I would have guessed. Well, I wouldn't have even, I couldn't even fathom it, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, five under, which is in second place, would have uh, been what I would have thought would have been the leading score. And then maybe kind of holding serve the rest of the way. But, uh, you know, anytime you break an all-time record in sports, you know, every, every major tournament that's ever been played and every great player, and you start multiplying the amount of rounds and tournaments, and this guy's got a 36-hole score that's never, ever been done. And I do think the fact that he did it playing with Tiger also adds a little bit to it. It's just incredible the way he's playing golf. And uh, he seems to be doing it without really a care in the world. He's just out playing. Uh, I remember last year at Shinnecock in the press conference when he, he came out and said, I think I should be the favorite. You know, and most players don't say things like that, Alex. And uh, not only did he say it, he backed it up, and then he said the same thing at the PGA. And he was last year at Bell Reeve, and he's pretty much been that way this week, and he's backing it up. So I don't uh, – this is really something. I think, uh, you know, if he does win, and I'm not ready to give it to him, by the way. Uh, okay. If he does win this week, uh, you know, look at what he's accomplished in a very short amount of time. And so what he's doing really is, uh, for a brief moment in time, Tiger-esque. Yeah, that's what, you know, that, that's something that Charlie brought up as well. And what, what we've seen just from Kepka in, in today, or I should say heading into today, with, with that kind of a lead at a tournament and kind of blowing past the field. I know you said you're not ready to, to give it to Kepka yet. A lot of golf still to be played, but... That was that was a point that Charlie made made as well, just about maybe even a little bit of the comparison to Tiger in that extent. And I saw this uh, stat yesterday come across uh, here at that page black. And since 1900, there are 12 instances of a player ever leading a major by five shots or more after 36 holes. And certainly Kepka leads by seven strokes here. Ten of those 12 went on to win. Um, so he, I mean, it's, it's no secret he has put himself in a very nice spot, but. Do you think it'll it'll tighten back up a little bit? And do you think Spieth or Adam well, Scott or, or Dustin Johnson can, can get this thing a little tighter heading into Sunday? I think you'd be crazy to bet against Kepka right now. But yeah. golf is golf. And uh, you don't have to be that far off uh, getting trouble. Um, I, just a lot can happen in golf. It's obviously his tournament to win. Uh, I'm not saying at all that he won't win. But, you know, Norman had a six-shot lead with one round of play at the Masters and lost by five, I believe. It's not unprecedented. It would be highly unusual and even more unusual given the uh, casual way that he appears to be playing. But when you have that kind of club head speed, you don't have to be far off to start hitting it sideways. So uh, I I don't expect him to... uh, to lose that's for sure but i have great respect for the game of golf itself and i have great respect for the guys that are coming up behind and chasing them so uh obviously i think today if he plays decent today he's going to make it very very hard but you know what if someone gets within three or four after uh today and mm-hmm. then it's anybody's ball game but no i you know i wouldn't be betting the field i wouldn't take the field right now i would take kepka but once again, my respect for the difficulty of the game and the difficulty of the course 
uh, won't allow me to just uh, hand it to them quite yet. A lot of people, you know, around here, around the country, around the world, disappointed to, to see Tiger miss the cut by one shot yesterday, five over, six missed cut in his last 11 majors. But you look at this leaderboard, and there are still plenty of storylines other than just what Kepka's doing, which is historical. But Jordan Spieth, and you got Dustin Johnson toward the top, and you go a little bit further down now. He's 10 strokes off the lead, but Ricky Fowler, who, who potentially – you know, it's still looking for, for that first major win as well. I think it's still a pretty darn good leaderboard. Well, basically, it's all the guys that were playing good when Tiger was out. <laughs> so it's a, <laughs> it's a tournament uh, the way it was when Tiger was uh, laid up with that back surgery. So now you see the same people flourishing. Uh, you know, Dustin Johnson uh, playing well. Uh, I think it'll be very interesting to see how Spieth plays this weekend. He's over ranked over 200 in uh, weekend scoring average. Uh, but he looked like the old speed yesterday, I thought. You know, he's getting it up and in from everywhere, making every putt. Uh, you might have been there, but I think in the press conference, somebody uh, alluded to his slump, and he used the word it was. Right, uh, right. Not anymore. I don't know. Perhaps you heard that. I heard that sound back. And then he went out. Yeah, no, it's something we addressed. Yeah, no, we, we addressed that. Uh, earlier this week, and I, I noticed that he kind of, in, in a polite way, he kind of cut off the reporter just briefly and, and kind of corrected her and said, you know, the, that basically referring to that's that's in the past. And, and he, he felt like he's kind of, you know, tur- turned a corner a little bit. And it is a difference for him putting because he even said that for him to stay in the mix this weekend, he still feels like he's got to do a much better job driving uh, off the tee. Yeah, I would say so. And, uh, and everybody's going to have to, from what we've seen, uh, you know, we haven't seen a lot of shots hit on the green from the rough. We've seen a few, uh, but by and large, you've got to put it in the fairway. Uh, but Jordan's short game, I thought, in putting was, you know, very comparable to how it was when he dominated major tournaments there a few years ago. Um, so I, I'm really interested. I'm almost more interested to see how he plays this weekend uh, than I am to see how Kepka does, because I think this is, a very big weekend for Jordan, uh, not necessarily to win because the, yeah. you know, he basically on the first tee today and said, I'll give you two aside the next two days. <laughs> Brooks, will you take the bet? And I think Brooks would take that bet. So, but I sure. think if he plays well, uh, you know, and, and shoots a couple decent rounds and finishes second or third, uh, those are the kind of things that propel great players. Uh, my brother Dick used to say great players are one swing thought away from shooting 63. So uh, I'll be very, very interested to see Jordan speak this weekend. And I'm pulling for him because I also think he's great for the game. I, I have great admiration for him. Uh, I'm with you as well. And if he'll, of course, tee off with Brooks Kepka at 2.50 Eastern time this afternoon. And it's been a while since he was in contention on a Sunday, I think, what, the Open last year and trying to, to get some momentum heading uh, to Pebble okay. Beach next month, uh, potentially, if he can have a strong showing this weekend. And, I, you know, we, we've talked about Tiger to start the show here. Bill, I, I want to get your perspective and you know, just struggling yesterday to, to hit any fairways. I mean, that was first and foremost his issue right from, from the first hole where he hit it uh, left and into the rough. Just what, what did you see from Tiger, and do you think he's going to regret uh, having that month layoff in between uh, the Masters and here at the PGA? I actually don't think he'll regret that. Uh, listening to his comments yesterday, 
Uh, I got the sense that he still hasn't come down from winning the Masters. Almost probably was in disbelief that that happened. He didn't sound all that upset that he missed the cut. Yeah. Because he kept bringing up the Masters. And I believe there's probably a modicum of truth to that. But, you know, they say a defect is a flaw that it's exposed under duress. And uh, Tiger's not a good driver of the ball, you know, right now anyway. Uh, when he won in 2002, he was about the best driver of the ball in golf. And so when you have a flaw and the flaw is off the tee and the penalty for not driving it good is pretty severe, uh, that puts more pressure on that shot. Uh, I thought he would struggle a little bit. Uh, it didn't surprise me really that he missed the cut. I don't happen to think shooting 72-73 at uh, best page is terrible golf, to be honest with you. Uh, but, you know, he just couldn't hit a fairway yesterday. And, and he, you know, he made some putts, but he missed a lot of putts. He had a couple mm-hmm. of free putts where he ran them 10, 12, 15 feet by. So I think that he just didn't have it. Uh, I'm sure he tried to get up for it. But I think it's very possible that he did have some kind of letdown, Alex, after winning the Masters. I really do. I'd be surprised if he shows up at Pebble Beach with this same game, though. I was, I was going to say, because, you know, is that the next time you think we see him? I asked Charlie, I said, does he go and try to play in the Memorial, realizing, I know you, you said you didn't think he, he regrets the layoff, but do you think he needs to play another tournament before the yeah. next major? Yeah, I do. I think he'll probably play Memorial. He's had great success there. Uh, the fairways were wider. Uh, yeah, I think he will play, but I, I really do. I think that he probably was just worn out from that Masters and, and maybe even a worn out from the way he finished last year, you know, playing all those tournaments and then the Ryder Cup. And and maybe he just kind of, you know, had a letdown. And uh, he's human. And, uh, sure. You know, as you thought, he's still the man. Yeah, comes to the bus. that is for maybe sure. Like Tiger Woods, almost in any sport, really. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, because. Compared to him, actually. No, it was incredible. I mean, just, just him walking around everywhere. I mean, the, the guy can't go anywhere without everybody shouting his name and everybody grabbing their phones to, to snap a photo. I certainly uh, made sure I got a, made sure I got a couple photos uh, as yeah. well. All right. Yeah. All right, Bill, we'll come back. We'll wrap things up here on a Saturday morning on the Charlie Epps Golf Hour. We'll look at our foursome draft upset, uh, update that yeah, we, we did say, last I week. I think I'm yeah, there's a couple guys we got to address because of how we're going to do this with the, the cut and how we're going to figure these scores. Because I think who ha- you who have kept it? you did though. So you're in great shape there. Yeah, you're loving yeah, that. I know. I thought <laughs> I just had to bring we'll, it up because you didn't bring it up yet. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get there coming up next here right. on the Charlie Epps Golf Hour. You're listening to the Charlie Epps Golf Hour on SB Nation Radio. And on SBNationRadio.com. Powered by Insperity. With Bill Harmon and the golf doctor himself, Charlie Epps. Here's Alex Gold. Well, Bill and I are wrapping things up here on a Saturday morning edition of the Charlie Epps Golf Hour. And Charlie in Argentina, he joined us for a little bit to start the show. We'll uh, all be back uh, in our normal spots next Saturday. So Charlie and I'll be back. In I, sure, I sure and, have missed harpooning them, though. I'll say that much, Alex. Yeah, yeah, I bet. I, I bet you have. I hope you, took, all I, right. took, I hope you took a couple shots at them for me. I'll, I'll, I, I didn't take full advantage, not the way you would have, that's okay. for sure. Okay, I know. You're still the, I, you're still the rookie. 
I was gonna say I don't feel like I can. You can get away with that. I, I don't. I don't think I can get away yeah, with that. Yeah, I yet. can. I can. I can. I can. <laughs> right. So as we wrap things up here from Beth Page, uh, the foursome that we drafted last week for for us. Let me go through these real quick. Charlie had Dustin Johnson. He had Rose Garcia Finau. Bill, you had Rom Kepka Kistner and Leishman, who we were gonna sub in uh, Ooh, someone else. Man. We ended up playing. Jeez. Yeah, and then I had Tiger, Rory, Molinari, and Spieth. So, Rom oh. has missed the cut. Uh, Kistner's missed the cut. Leishman's missed the cut for you there. What are we uh, for Charlie? Tiger has missed the, the cut. We know that. So, right now, without dropping any of the scores, Charlie's at 561. You're at 574. I'm at 563. We dropped the, the worst score. Uh, there, Bill, and so with these cut with the, the cut, I don't know. Do we just what do we assign a score for these guys the rest of the way? I think we got to go with the leading money winner in the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 fi- I figured you would like that. Yeah, can we can we can we do the combination? Can we let's do the total money of all the guys? One, I'll take that. How about that? That'll work for me. You still might win in that case, actually. So that's what even I mean. Because you've got how many guys? You've got two or three guys that have made the cut, right? I, I've got, yeah, I just have Rory, Spieth, and Molinari. Spieth's my best shot. Yeah, so you've got three against one now. So, I mean, I'm, I was thinking <laughs> yeah, about tra- you when I said that, Alex. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you were. Yeah, yeah. Brooks Kepka. As I saw him yeah. roll, and I looked real quick to see which one of us selected him, and I was like, of course, Bill had Kepka figures. I'll go with whatever you think is right. All right, Bill. Thanks so much for joining us. Enjoy okay, the rest guys, of the weekend. You. you got it. That's Bill Harmon. And- Charlie Epps, thanks so much again for him joining us from Argentina. We'll be back next Saturday morning, same time, right here on SB Nation Radio.